on the air, on your phone, and even your smart speaker. You're listening to Joey and Lauren On Demand. The show starts now. It's Joey and Lauren. Time for your Joey Life Hack. This is good. When a group of people laugh, each member will instinctively look at the member they feel closest to. So if you're in a group of people and y'all start laughing, <laughs> whoever you look at first during that time means you feel the closest to huh. them. That's really funny. I'm going to have to pay more attention to that next time. We're all laughing with the friends and Lauren looks at one of my buddies. I'll be like, oh, okay, I see how it is. And he looks back at me. <laughs> yeah, I see how it is. <laughs> Apparently I've been doing this wrong uh, the entire time. So I've been doing my own laundry for a while now since I've been a grown adult. Thank you very much. I think, uh, We're I think, all proud of you. I think when I turned like 15, I started doing my own laundry. So. Good for you. Mm-hmm. Now I will say we actually don't do laundry together. So like you do your own laundry. I do my own laundry. We don't mix our clothes. <laughs> Ever. No. So, gosh, no. I'm very proud of you. I'm glad you can clean your own clothes. Yeah, except for you calling me out on the way I do my socks. And this is news to me. So, since I've been doing my own laundry, I put in my socks the way that they're in the pile or in the basket or whatever. And apparently, I'm supposed to turn them inside out. Well, I don't know that you're supposed to turn them inside out. You're just supposed to open them up. And I noticed you doing this. I saw you like tossing your clothes in. And I'm not trying to be nitpicky, not trying to nag you. Not trying to micromanage, but I feel like I've been doing laundry a lot longer in my life than maybe you have been doing laundry in yours. Is that how you're supposed yours. to wash socks? And I'm pretty sure you're not supposed to toss them in the wash, like, rolled up. I just think they all get wet, and that, that that's a lot of work. But they're not, like, opened up to get fully washed from, like, the soap and the water and the whole scrubbing part or whatever, the rotating thing. And when you throw them in, rolled up, they're not going to get clean. So when people wash their socks, you're telling me you... Take every individual sock, which is a lot, by the way, right? You wear two every day, and you you take them and you flatten them all out, and you make sure they're totally fine. You just throw them in there. I mean, well, you yeah, you throw them in there, but you have the you open them up so they're like regular and like loose. People don't open up their shirts normally. If your shirt's clumped up, you throw in your shirt. Yeah, but your shirt will move around and open up. It's not like I'm saying flatten out your socks or flatten out your shirt before you iron them. strategically place it in the washing machine. No, it's just you're throwing your socks in like rolled up and wadded. And in my opinion, I feel like you need to have them just loose and on their own tossed into the washing machine so that they can properly be cleaned. Have you noticed that when maybe you pull them out of the dryer or when you're transferring from the wash to the dryer, are they still rolled up? Possibly, but then the dryer, I think, uh, flattens them out. I, yeah, I've yeah, never but worried about it. Clean. Yeah, I've never, I've never sat there and thought, oh my gosh, that's a lot of work. I mean, it's How enough. Is it wor- <laughs> it's a, every individual sock. I are mean, we confusing this? What, what we're talking about? Okay. Because I'm talking about. This is what you I'm have your do. socks rolled up in a wad okay, like, so together. I am going to take off my sock. Okay. Boom. Okay. I just took off my sock. This is what it looks like. For those of you who don't know, I'm wearing a long black sock today. It's bunched up at the top because I just like pulled it off my foot. Yeah, so and it's, then it's, it's hanging. rolled down. Yes. And I will take this and I will throw it. And then what how, happens? How hard is it to open up the sock? I'm going to do a visual aid for you, which works great on radio show. But what happens is as the washing machine is moving, see this? Yeah. It flattens it out and it opens up and Not it unrolls. Always. I know it does, because I every time when I pick them out of the dryer, this is what it looks like. It just looks like a normal sock. <laughs> All right, you do It'll you. smell fresh, by the way. You wash your socks the way you want to wash them. Uh, I just thought I was giving you some good advice, because I saw you tossing them in, literally rolled together. And I just thought, oh, I don't think that's actually going to clean your socks. And then now it's like this huge debate. Well, I don't even, I the one thing I do do 
is I do my jeans inside out to preserve the color. I did learn that. Mm. That's a little laundry life hack for you. So proud of you. Wow. And thank you. Thank you. Now, do you separate your colors? No, gosh. Well, you do your, your denims and your darks and then your lights. No. So I do I do whites and then I do darks. But okay. whites is white, off-white, gray, pink, and anything. Pink in your whites? Yeah, I don't I don't use bleach. I haven't used bleach in years. No, no, no. I'm just saying your pink could bleed onto your white. It's a soft pink and it's been washed for it's been washed for many years. And so I feel okay. like my, it's a pink <laughs> shirt that I've had for years and so it doesn't do anything. But I, no, I don't I mean people that do three different loads. No, no, no. I have darks and I have whites, but my whites will have some black socks in every once in a while cuz I'm just lazy and I'm like I need them washed. That's what I do. Okay. And everything works out. You're just, I mean, we should be happy that I'm doing laundry. Uh, no, that is true. I'm glad you're uh, cleaning your clothes. I just thought maybe if your socks are stinky, it's probably yeah. because you're not cleaning well, them right. When you wash your socks, how do you wash them? Do you keep them bunched up or do you roll them out and have them flat and ironed no, and pristine just open. like Lauren does? Just regular, floppy, and open. <laughs> regular, <laughs> floppy, and open. <laughs> 68719, you can text us. Maybe we'll get to your answers, how you wash your socks. It's Joey and Lauren's Trending Stories. There is a company that has decided they want to pay people to watch scary movies. Oh, so, I'm hi- done hypothetical this. situation. I go to the bank, drive through the uh, window, and I say, excuse me, bank teller, I need $1,300 cash, please. And then I take it here to you, and nope. I hand it over, and I say, nope. Joey, here's $1,300. You just need to watch 13 of the scariest movies no, of all time. 13 of them? 13. That's so 100 bucks a movie. That's not worth it. 100 bucks for a scary movie? That is me? not worth it. No way. No way. I can't do it. I do not understand scary movies. Let me pay, let's say you go to the movie theater. Let me pay nine okay. bucks, ten bucks to be scared out of my mind. Makes no sense to me. Won't do it. It's Sorry. It's the thrill. It's it's the thrill of it. Now, what is, let me think here. $1,300, how long do you think each movie is? Yeah, let's hours? say two hours, yeah. Two hours. So you're getting about 50 bucks an hour. That ain't Not bad. worth it. Not worth it to be freaking out, worried about the Texas Chainsaw <laughs> Massacre or Saw or something. Can't do it. Uh, this show is back. It is making a revival. Cops. Oh, really? Went, went away for a while. This brings me back to 3 p.m. on a Wednesday after school. 3 p.m.? Watch- yeah. I was thinking like 3 a.m. I would see this show. <laughs> no, I feel, like, I feel like this is a late afternoon show. I used to watch it when I get home from school. My parents hated it. They didn't want me to watch it. But I'd sneakily all watch the, cops. The violence. All the naked people running around. <laughs> With the, the black box. Yeah. The little blur. Yep. Uh, well, it has been revived for season 33 on the Fox Nation streaming service. Okay. So, it's not coming back to like full on network TV, but you can find it on the streaming service if you're interested for Fox. 33 seasons. I mean, again, it's not like it's police are going away and crime <laughs> is going away. So, I guess it makes sense. They know that they could probably do this again and again and again. So I like the other show, Live PD, a little better yeah. than Cops. The Live PD was like the elevated version yeah. of Cops. Cops. The best part of Cops is when you got a classic like chase down and then the cameraman was like, <laughs> <laughs> like... That's when you knew it was good, when the camera work got terrible because the cameraman was just like pointing the camera to the ground. Do you remember um, Bait Car? 
bait car was interesting. Oh yeah, that's they'd good catch show. It, they'd leave the vehicle unlocked with it with it running, and someone would steal it, and then they'd chase them down. Yep. They'd be like, "Oh, I was just taking it to the police station. Yeah, I was I just know, uh, taking it back. I was putting it somewhere safe, <laughs> officer. Obviously." Uh, Britney Spears' fiance has been laughing a lot about uh, trolls that have been pushing for him to get a prenup. So a lot of people have said, "We'll get a prenup. Make sure you get a prenup because she's engaged now." Yeah. One of the people who's been trolling him was Octavia Spencer, of all people. She commented the on actress? social media. Yeah, and she says something like, uh, make sure you get a prenup. And he's like, oh, yeah, better protect all my things. Kind of poking fun that he's the one who needs the prenup. Oh, got it. So we'll see. I'm sure they'll get one. Yeah, I would think. She's been divorced a few times. I mean, we almost got a prenup, just in case, you know? Just in case we got to fight over who gets the yeah, fridge. Yeah, okay, because we got married when we were both poor college yep. students. But uh, AJ McLean from the Backstreet Boys posted a hilarious video. He caught his daughter wearing an NSYNC shirt. Oh, that's <laughs> he, messed up. He filmed it, and he's like, come here, come here. Show me what you're wearing. She's like, no, it's my shirt. And then uh, he was able to see it, and it was NSYNC. And he's like, what is this crap? What the heck are you wearing right now? Now, are they officially touring together, or was that just a rumor that they were going to tour together? I thought that they were going to collab on something. I didn't know if it was a full tour, and I definitely know that JT is not involved as of yet. That's right. That's right. Yeah, he's he's too big of a star. Because man, I'll tell you, if NSYNC and Backstreet Boys could go on tour together, that'd be a huge deal. But if you don't have JT, if you don't got Timberlake, it's not the same. Uh, This is pretty cool. So the Jeopardy stage has always been known as Stage Ten. But they just officially renamed it to the Alex Trebek stage. Oh, that's good. In honor of Alex Trebek, which I think is awesome. He put in all the work for that, so he deserves to have it named after him. But they can't find a host. I know. They're starting to they're starting to bring up names of people I've never heard of in my life. Because it was gonna be like an executive producer, now it's not. I it's, don't know. It's who hard because be. they, they need to find someone interesting, but also someone who's like really smart. Because yeah. it, it's not an easy gig oh, to be on Jeopardy. You gotta pronounce those words right. You're gonna get murdered if right. you mess up one of the pronunciations because everyone watching at home is gonna be like, that's not how you say it. Well, the contestants are going to be the ones correcting you as the yeah, host because those you brainiacs. You By the way, that. Alex Trebek hosted more than 8,200 episodes. That's impressive. Yeah, and those are some of your trending stories. Makeup or breakup. With Joey and Lauren in the morning. It's Joey and Lauren, and let's get to makeup or breakup. We're about to talk to Jeff here. Went out with Abby, trying to figure things out and trying to get another day, and that's where we come in, try to connect the dots. Hello, Jeff. Hey. Thank you so much for joining us here on Makeup or Breakup. So we want to hear about Abby and how many times you've reached out, how was the date, all that stuff. Okay, so I met this girl, Abby, uh, online, and we ended up going out on a real date. And we did just the traditional kind of date, you know, dinner, walked around, that kind of thing. And then I thought everything went really well. And at the end of the date, I just didn't want to be too forward. So when we hugged, I, like, gave her a kiss on the cheek. And... Now I'm just feeling like maybe I didn't make a strong enough move or maybe it came off weird or something because I texted her after, like, the next day just to, you know, check up on her, let her know I'm interested and that, you know, just keeping the line of communication open. And she hasn't responded yet, man, and it's been like a couple weeks. And I'm like, what the heck happened? Do you think the kiss on the cheek was, you you think, too reserved? Do you think it was too forward? I mean, I I don't know what to think at this point. I mean, I thought I was being pretty reserved because I didn't want to, like, overstep any boundaries. So I didn't want to be too aggressive, you know. So I just really tried to keep it, you know, just cool and read the vibe from there. And I didn't really get one. So that already had me feeling like, oh, man, did I make a bad move? But Mm -hmm. then when, you know, she hasn't responded, I'm really just 
Got it. I, I really don't know what to think. So that is, that is the one thing that's sticking out in your mind. You're like, okay, it was either too much or too awkward or maybe it wasn't enough and she wanted more. Did she say anything? Like when you guys are saying goodbye and you give her this like uh, kiss on the cheek, did she say anything about it? Was it kind of weird where maybe she thought you were going in for a kiss, but she went in for a hug and it was one of those like awkward dance moments? No, it wasn't like any like bumping into each other kind of awkwardness, yeah. but it just... The energy did feel a little different at the end of the date, but I didn't really sense it until the peck on the cheek. Got it, so okay. I don't know if maybe I did something prior to that. It's possible. I mean, but I really didn't think that anything had gone wrong prior to. Were your lips really wet? Because the last person that kissed me on my cheek was my grandma, and she always had the wettest lips. <laughs> Miss you, Grandma. Oh, did she wipe it off after? I think I'm safe for the wet lips part. Okay, yeah. perfect. Got it. Maybe you kiss like my grandma. I don't know. I mean, those are always those are always sweet kisses. Who knows? I, I'm like you though, Jeff. I feel like I overanalyze and I'm just replaying things yeah. in my head over and over, trying to like pick everything apart. So hopefully, it's right. you know maybe you're just overthinking it. Yeah, I think so. Well, I would agree with you if I had heard back before, yeah. but yeah. I definitely mm-hmm. did something wrong, obviously. Okay, well, let's uh, play a song, come back, and call Abby, all right? All right, cool. It's time to make up or break up with Joey and Lauren in the morning. It is Joey and Lauren. It's make up or break up. All right. We talked to Jeff. What do you think about what he had to say about Abby? Well, I think he's in his head a little bit. You know, he said that at the end of the date, he didn't want to be like too much, you know, if she wasn't wanting it. So he gave her a kiss on the cheek instead of like a kiss kiss. Yeah. And now he's like, ah, maybe that was weird. Or maybe it wasn't enough and she wanted an actual kiss. That's right. You know, he ruled that out. But I'm like, well, maybe she wanted more. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people kiss a lot of people on the cheek. Like that's a, I mean... There are strangers. Some cultures, that's how you say hello. I don't. You kidding me? All the time. Like Peabody, producer Ian, producer Irvin, I just go up and just kiss on the cheek. Okay, so I'm trying to put myself in her shoes. Would I have wanted, would I have felt that a kiss on the cheek was weird? And I think I would have rathered a actual kiss. If the date's going well. Almost like all or nothing. It's like, don't kiss me at all or kiss me on the lips. Yeah. Don't kiss me. I I mean, again, Nana was the last person that kissed me on the cheek. (laughs) Nana. Rest in peace. All right, here we go. Let's talk to Abby. Hello? Hello, is this Abby? Uh, yeah, this is she. Abby, this is uh, Joey and Lauren in the morning, morning radio show. And first and oh, foremost, okay. hello, hi, how are you? Hi. <laughs> hey. Um, how, how are you, Abby? Oh, hi. How many people are here? Well, there's me. Hi. There's Joey. I'm Joey. And and I'm Lauren. And (laughs) we're calling you uh, on behalf of someone who listens to our show who hasn't been able to get a hold of you. Um, So if you have a a second, we'd love to chat with you for a bit. Okay. Okay. Uh, His name is Jeff. (laughs) Jeff says he took you on a date. What did he say? A couple weeks ago. Mm -hmm. And he is concerned because he hasn't heard back from you. So we're trying to help give him some answers and let him know maybe wow. why you're not texting him back. Okay. Yeah. So um, <laughs> wow. Okay. It's kind of weird. Um, yeah, because basically we just want to know what happened. I mean, was there something he did? Um, okay. Um, a lot. <laughs> it's awkward. Okay. I mean, I don't know. I don't want to sound like super particular, like crazy. I don't know. But like... 
don't know. He kind of irritated me during dinner, to be honest. <laughs> okay. We didn't hear much about dinner. We heard about a kiss on the cheek at the end, but when he talked to us, yeah. he, he thought dinner was great. He, he was wondering at the end of the date if maybe things got weird. I mean, like, overall, it was, like, okay. It's just, like, okay, so we, we got a Bloomin' Onion to split, like, for an appetizer and stuff. Mm-hmm. And, like, you know, that's fine. Like, you know, you share it. Um, I don't know. Like, he ate, like, his, like, part of it, and then he just, like, didn't stop. Like, he just kind of kept crouching into, like, my would be, like, my half of it, and I don't know. I just thought that was kind of rude. I don't know, kind of weird. <laughs> I don't know, like, why are you going to eat all of the appetizer? You know, you got to split it, like. Uh, okay, so and then, let like, me let me yeah. clarify. So he's eating your side of the Bloomin' Onion, and that was just a no-go for you? Yeah, it was just kind of, like, I don't know, like a little pet peeve. I don't know, maybe, like, it was just, like, I don't know, like, you share it. Like, you don't need to, like, start after you've eaten, like, half of it. Like, well, you don't need to start continue to eat it. Well, like, Abby, I'll agree with you. When then, you get a Bloomin' Onion, there's yeah. a definite there's a definite half. <laughs> okay. Like, I, I don't care if you're on a client dinner or whatever. There's a half of a Bloomin' Onion. And I appreciate someone that takes that dish so seriously because I'm the same way. Thank you. Okay, yeah. Um, and then, like, we also got dessert. And we got, like, I don't know, like a little brownie Sunday thing to split. Um, and the same thing happened. We kind of, you know, like he ate, you know, whatever seemed like a good portion, like half, and then kind of just kept nibbling and kept encroaching on like my half of the he's, brownie. He's and breaking the like, rules. It's annoying. <laughs> Abby, I'm That's okay fun. with this. But is this reason enough yes. to not call someone That's back? Rude. If there were eight mozzarella sticks, right? Let's say there's eight mozzarella sticks. You eat four, and Abby, Abby gets four, and Jeff gets four. That is how this works. You get half. I mean, I, I get that, but I'm wondering if that's severe enough to be like, I don't want to talk to this person again. That's what I'm trying to figure out, Abby. I don't know. I just feel like it was, I don't know. It was just disrespectful. It just kind of irked me. Like, it just kind of, I don't know. It just bothered me. It's like, annoying. I don't know. Like, can you just share? Like, I don't know. Like, can you limit yourself? Like, I mean, I, don't I respect know. it. Yeah. Sometimes I have been there where someone loves something so much, they just keep going and going. And you do feel like, whoa, dude, save some for the rest of I us. I will say, I one time got tableside guac with someone and they ate like almost the entire thing of guac. And it really annoyed me because I love guac. Out, they scooped out, came in a big container and they scooped out three-fourths of it for them. I know. See? That so did bother now, me. Now you understand where Abby's coming from. Yeah, but I'm still friends with that person. I didn't cut off the relationship because they encroached on the on the guac. They're dead to me. <laughs> Abby, guess what? Jeff is actually with us on the other line, and we want to find out about this blooming onion. No, this is going to be a way that we can get answers. Uh, Jeff, let's bring you on now. <laughs> Do you remember taking more of the blooming onion than you should have? Because that thing is supposed to be split in half. You know, I'll be completely honest. I was really hungry. I hadn't eaten all day, and I probably encroached a bit. I probably, you know, ate a little more than half. I wish she would have said something or something, but I'm like, really? This is seriously why you're not calling me back or returning my text? You could just say, hey, piss off or something. Like, I'm, I'm worried about you as a human being. Worried about me? I don't know. You could have communicated more. You could have told me you were like you hadn't eaten all day. I didn't know, but I mean, like it just seems like you have no limit. You know, like you're not going to respect. You know, just like a unspoken rule, which is like you know, like don't overeat. I don't know, like don't take my half of food. I don't respect know. Respect the like- blooming <laughs> onion. No, the blooming onion comes with a code of rules and respect. What and I'm the okay brownie? With that. What, what are you supposed to do? You want Jeff and Abby to just draw, like, a, cut it in half? No. All the way is, down the line? It is so human nature when you split a dessert that you, be, if whatever it is, a square, a triangle, whatever the form is, 
you take half and you leave the half for the other person. Is there any chance, uh, Abby or Jeff, that maybe you misunderstood and you thought Abby was finished? Like maybe you were just trying to clean up so nothing went to waste. I mean, she eats pretty slow. Like I I said, I was was hungry, so, so so I was scarfing a little bit. So, I mean, I really was hungry. I, she was eating really slowly, so I felt like maybe she was full. I don't know. Abby, can I ask you? Did I mean? Yes. Jeff, he didn't. Ro- you, he didn't rotate the plate over, did he? Because that's another new element. <laughs> if he would, if he rotated yeah, the blue and yeah. onion, said, "All right, my turn," that would have been bad. We would pay yeah. for another date. We will buy appetizers and desserts for each of you. <laughs> I don't know. I, mean, <laughs> I don't know. I, I, it was honestly, kind of awkward the first I, time. I, I, I honestly think that yeah, she's she's too fickle of a person. Uh, I like people that are like passive aggressive. If I'm doing something that bothers you, instead of letting it fester, just tell me. I mean, you've got a mouth. Open it and speak your mind. You should have hey, This is my or, half or of the dessert. Open it and eat you know? your half. <laughs> you can say it in a joking way that doesn't hurt someone's feelings, but say something. Yeah, Abby, I'm you should have slapped his hand. Walk out of there and not know what happened. That's yeah, crazy. see, I see that playing out differently. If you bring up, hey, you're eating too much, that could come off rude. All I know is that if we're going to get another Bloomin' Onion, Jeff deserves his own Bloomin' Onion and own Brownie <laughs> Sunday, whatever. It's not going to work out. Your mornings start here. This is Joey and Lauren on Demand. Joey and Lauren in the morning. This is for me, man. This is for me. You just shared with me the headline. I don't know the details, but basically I can sleep for NASA and get paid. I don't sleep even know in the name of science. What does NASA even stand for? National... Um, Wait, let me guess. You should Google it, and then I'm going to okay. guess. National's probably, right? Yeah, I'm going to guess National's the first letter. Go ahead. What do you think it is? National Aerospace Space Shoot Academy. Space Shoot? Space Suit Academy. Space Suit? Uh, <laughs> wrong. It is the National Aeronautics and Space Administration. Oh, Administration, obviously. Well, if I would change the name, I would call it the National Aerospace Space Suit Academy. <laughs> Can't say space shoot, space suit. I can't say it uh, <laughs> because all they do it. is yeah. work on space suits. Yeah, exactly. No, this is cool. So apparently, you can actually be a test subject for NASA because we know you're not going to be working for NASA because of your smarts. It's going to be because you want to be a test subject. I can, yes? I can make a comeback. When I was a kid, I wasn't interested in school, but maybe I want to go into NASA now. I'll be like that Rocket Man movie. You remember that movie? Mm-hmm. Maybe that's what I'll do. <laughs> you would be a good. What was his name? Fred Randall. Fred Randall. Fred, 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 Fred Randall. That's one of those movies that is so frustrating. You no, know, it's, movies yeah. where there's something, there's always something, and it's yeah. like, ah! Where he, they're supposed to be, remember, he's supposed to be, like, asleep for and then he eats all the 20 food. days, and he wakes <laughs> up, and he eats all their food and everything, yeah. So NASA will actually pay you $5,000 to lay in bed for 90 days. What do you think about Done. lying in bed for Done. 90 days? Done. I Honestly, can I watch TV? Do you, you know can, if that's... Yes, you can watch TV. It says... Uh, do not engage in much physical activity. No problem. Check. Uh, you can watch TV, read, or use computers. Okay, throw out reading. I'm not going to read. Okay, I'm not going to do that. But throw out TV or uh, watch TV and use computers. I don't need to. Can I use like my phone? Probably. Okay, your I don't. Need, basically, a computer. I don't want to like fire up a desktop. Like that would be <laughs> annoying. Like press the button. All right, here we go. Ninety days. Day well, it one. Is, it is NASA, so who knows? But yeah, five thousand dollars. You lay in bed for ninety days. Um, and you need to lie with your legs elevated because I guess the extended lack of muscle use is what is similar to what astronauts experience in space. So they need to test that out. I could never do this. 
Maybe for a week. What's the longest you've ever stayed in bed? Oh, man. It was probably probably my sophomore year of high school when I got mono. Kissing too many boys. And I had mono, and I was sick for like two months. It was horrible. How long for a stretch? Do you remember? Like, were you in bed for a week? Uh, I was probably in bed for a couple weeks. Truly. Like two straight weeks in oh, bed. at least. Because then I would, I mean, I would just get up to go to the bathroom, and my mom would bring me food. Dang. Did you ever, did you get it from kissing guys? Do you know? I don't know. It is the kissing disease. I, I mean, that's a stigma, but I don't think that's what it is. Yeah, but I'm trying to think of when sh- you got I t- it. I told my mom, I, I shared chapstick with someone. Is that what you said? <laughs> yeah. Did she believe you? Yes. Because, I, I mean, I love you to death, but when did you get mono? What year in high school? Uh, sophomore. Yeah, you were. it was from kissing guys. It has uh, to have Let's been. see. Typically, I just looked up how do you get mono. Typically, it spreads most commonly through bodily fluids, especially yep. saliva. Yep. However, these viruses could also be spread through blood. That's what it is. Someone bled on me, and that's how I got it. It's okay. I think it would be, <laughs> I think it's actually more comfortable for you to just admit, yeah, I kissed a lot of guys my sophomore yeah, year in high school. Well, hang on. With that definition, every cold and virus is a kissing disease because everything gets passed through saliva. Yeah, but mono is the kissing disease. So <laughs> the moment it became the kissing disease, that's the reason. Not sharing chaps. I have no idea. But that was probably the sickest I've been as far as length of time spent in bed. Yeah, I think I could do this because 90 days, I can watch TV. I mean, when I got COVID, it was right around the Super Bowl. So Lauren was like, hey, you got to stay in the bedroom. And I, I did not get bored. I really didn't. I don't think I started You're going kidding. crazy. See, I would go nuts, especially because I have to lay in bed the whole time. For me, like, I recognize my bed is very comfortable. And when yeah. I'm tired, I'm like, oh, I love my bed. It's comfy. But... Like being forced to be in my bed for like weeks on end, it would all of a sudden become uncomfortable. I think. Think of ninety days of just privacy, though. You just get to yeah, hang yeah, out. Yeah, me myself. And I. The only thing though is, I feel like I would hear all the chaos on the other side of the bedroom door. Mom, mom, like everything. No, I think I think you would do this at NASA, so you'd be able to go away. You'd pack up. You'd say bye to us. You'd be like, all right, bye, family. And for three <laughs> months, you get to just sit and watch TV. I love how they they joke in the article that uh, you can write a novel. While you're well, yeah, that's laying what I around to. for 90 days. Well, I'm going to apply. I'm going to call 1-800-NASA, and I'm going to just talk to the astronauts and be like, hey, I want to I want to sign up for the sleep thing. <laughs> NASA.com yeah. slash apply to sleep, <laughs> whatever it is. That's what it is. <laughs> it's Joey and Lauren. Time for Would You Rather Wednesday with Joey and Lauren. It's Joey and Lauren. It's Would You Rather Wednesday. You text in your Would You Rather questions, 68719. We answer them on the show. You know the drill. All right, Lauren, let's get to it. All right, this text says, would you rather work a high-paying job that you hate or a dream job with only enough money for your very basic necessities? Okay, so, so that's... You, you, you don't like your job, but yeah, you're yeah. making a bunch of money. You can get whatever you want. Uh, or you love your job and you're kind of scraping by. I, I mean, I think scraping by and just having sufficient for your needs feels different. But I guess scraping by is sufficient for your needs. I'll take happiness. I'll take that. My parents always said, if you work a job you love, you never work a day in your life. I think a lot of people say I'm that. I'm like a but bad person if I say I want a high-paying job here. No, no, no. Hold on. I mean, a lot of people say the stress of just scraping by would be tougher, and maybe you can deal with eight hours a day. You don't really enjoy it. But, man, I, I've been there before. I've had jobs I hated, right. and it's not fun. I want that bougie ice maker, so uh, <laughs> I'll work a high-paying job. <laughs> uh, this text says... Would you rather let your parents access your browsing history or your boss? I got nothing to hide. 
Let me see. Yeah, I really, I really don't have anything. I, to hide. I Google weird things like um, what does NASA stand for? I Google addresses to places. So. You know, I'm actually going to choose my boss because. Not because I have anything ashamed of my parents, but I feel like I'd have to explain everything to my parents. Because I have some weird Google searches, and so my parents would be like, well, what does that mean? Or what's that? Or what's that? <laughs> and I feel like that would be a lot of explaining. And so I'd rather just be like, you know what, mom and dad, don't worry about that. I'll let my boss do it. You know what? I would have my boss be able to see my browsing history for this reason, and that is... I'm going to start Googling a lot of things about my job, like things that make yeah. it look like I'm working yeah. really hard. So when he yeah. sees my browsing history, he's going to be like, oh, look at her. She's putting in the midnight oil or yeah. burning the midnight oil. She's Googling things. She's really perfecting her craft in yeah. her job. Google how to work <laughs> harder and be the best employee ever. How to, you know, how to make sure your boss is super happy with you as an employee. Uh, would you rather be able to play every musical instrument or master every type of sport? Uh, it's sport for sure. Sport can make you a ton of money. Musical instrument, not as much. I mean, you can, like you can be in a band or whatever, but I'm going to go sport for sure. I like sport too. I think that's a cool flex. Oh yeah. Like I'm good at everything. But then again, it sounds a little snobby too. If you're like, oh, I'm good at, yeah, pickleball, volleyball, football, tennis. I have a friend that is like that, that the moment, you know, we could play water polo and be like, oh, I've never played before. What are the rules? And then 10 minutes later, he's scoring everything. Or like, oh, I've never played tennis. How do you do it? And then his serve is like the fastest I serve I could ever do. This is hard, though, because I've always wanted to play the piano. So I think I'm going to stick with sport, though. I think being active, being outside, doing fun things, team sports, I think I would enjoy more than just sitting at If the you piano. could play an instrument, what would it be? Because to me, piano's not the right answer. It's got to be the guitar. Because guitar around the campfire, people fall in love mm-hmm. with you. Well, I've always wanted to learn how to play the piano. Uh, guitar would be great. I feel like I would look good with a guitar. Yeah, and you can take it places. Like the piano, what do you do? What's the instrument you wouldn't want? Like the oboe. I feel or the French horn. I think the harp seems really difficult. I feel like it's just a big yeah. hunk of iron or something with all the big old strings. It's just to me, it's intimidating. What about the tuba? Like the tuba is an instrument you can never bust out. Again, if you're trying to impress somebody, guitar, piano, those are things that you can do. No one's like you know what sounds good right now? A little tuba solo. <laughs> I would say what's underrated and impressive is the banjo. You laugh at it, but I think it's cool when someone can play the banjo or the ukulele. Ukulele is um, more romantic than you think. It's this little tiny thing. It's great for my little body and my little hands. <laughs> but you're right. I more do romantic think than the banjo. The banjo, when you think about it, you go, that's not romantic. But I've heard somebody strum a banjo. Kind of turns bad. me on. <laughs> It ain't bad at all. Would you rather be a vegetarian or only be able to eat meat? So only meat or only vegetarian. This is easy for me. I'll go with meat, but man, that's... I'm going to go vegetarian. Yeah, that's tough. I actually really enjoy some vegetarian dishes. I've gotten really into making some vegetarian food lately. I still eat my meat, still love my bacon, still love the meat. But I've realized you can actually make a lot vegetarian. And I, I don't think I could give up... Uh, my veggies and only have meat. Like that is the only thing you can eat. Is so what, meat, where, meat, does, meat, meat. where does cheese sit? Because cheese is vegetarians can have cheese, not vegans, but vegetarians can have cheese. Uh, let's say you can have cheese. You can then have cheese and meat, or vegetarian and cheese. I just won the game by getting in cheese because meat and cheese is pretty much. Now my what diet. about carbs? Ah oh, crap! I'll still See, go now, meat and now cheese. Now we're just we're messing with the question. Yeah, yeah, but I'll. I'll 
Uh, I'll go meat. I'll go meat. Final answer. All right. I'll go veggie. Those are some of your Would You Rather Wednesday questions. It's time to fix my life with Joey and Lauren in the morning. It's Joey and Lauren. It is Fix My Life. Brandy is with us today on Fix My Life. Can you tell us what's going on in her life? Hello, Brandy. Hey there. Thanks so much for joining us. Okay, uh, what's going on? Something with you and a disagreement with your husband? Kids sounds like all involved? Uh, yeah. So, I mean, basically, you know, it's the typical kids want pet story. Um, I have two kids, and they were just dying for some hamsters. And at first, I was really hesitant, you know, as parents typically are. Mm-hmm. Um, and they just would not let up. They just kept asking uh, me and my husband um, constantly all the time. So we finally gave in the typical conditions that this is your pet. You need to take care of them. You need to feed them, make sure their cages are clean, you know, all that stuff. Of course, they promised they would do that forever, whatever. Of course. Of course. Yeah. (laughs) Now, you know, a couple months have passed and that initial excitement has worn off. And, you know, just as you would expect, I'm taking care of the hamsters. (laughs) I'm keeping the cages clean. I'm feeding them. I'm making sure they have water. And when we got them, we told them that they could keep these so long as they took care of them. And if they stopped taking care of them, we would get rid of them. So here you are, wondering (laughs) if you should get rid of the hamsters. Got it. So how long has this been going on that you have assumed the responsibilities? It's been almost two months. That oh. I've been, yeah. And so now I'm, you know, I want to follow through. I want them to know that, you know, there's consequences. And if they're not yeah. capable of taking care of something, they sh- can't have it. Now, I imagine um, you've had but- several conversations with them since they've neglected duties to tell them, hey, reminder, you need to take care of this. Hey, make sure you're feeding them. And they're still not really complying as much. Right. So, you know, especially at first, they would comply more. And then it's just like, if they do it, it's that kind of not full-hearted job at it, mm-hmm. so I still have to do it anyway. Put all the kids in the station wagon. You take the hamsters in a cage. You say They say, Mom, where are we going? Dad, where are we going? We're just going for a drive. You go out to the countryside. You go out oh to the woods. Oh, my. You don't. Par- hold on. <laughs> you park the car, and then the kids go, Mom, what are you doing? And then you say, uh, yeah, you just want to grab the hamsters and let them out here in the woods? Well, what do you mean? Told you we're getting rid of them and scare them. Scare tactics. Ah. Dangle the hamster outside the window <laughs> and be like, all right, I'm going to drop it in the woods here. So you're thinking that's going to scare them so much that they'll be like, no, I promise. I promise I'll do better. I'll take care of them. Yeah, you could do that. Or if you have a friend that would watch them for a few days, you get rid of the hamsters for a few days and say, we got rid of them and then see how they respond. What could happen is they could be like really upset for about 30 minutes and then they'll be like, all right, sounds good. Let's go on with life. But you could do that, too. You could give the hamsters temporarily to a friend for a weekend to see. And then, obviously, if they really agree, then you bring the hamsters back. Just an idea. You know, and that's a thought because um, my my husband is not – because right now I've told him I'm done and I'm ready to give him away and he thinks I'm being too harsh. And maybe he'll agree to that tactic instead. But I don't want to take care of hamsters. Like, no, not. Oh, gosh. Like, those... I didn't sign up for this. I'm already taking care of two kids yeah, and, those cages and the household and everything else. I, I really don't blame you. But I kind of like where Joey's going with this because it's one thing to constantly threaten. I'm going to get rid of them. I'm going right. to get rid of them. I'm going to get rid of them. And then you never follow through with anything. So they almost are like, yeah, mom, she's just bluffing. She'll take care of them. Yep. Right. But when you exactly. actually do something about it, that almost shows them like, oh, 
Mom means business. Oh, she wasn't kidding when she said we have to take care of them. I'm harsh because right. my first thought I was like, yeah, get rid of them. <laughs> Put them well, on Craigslist. Yeah, that's where I was. <laughs> but you're right. Maybe there's a softer way to do it, like like Joey mentioned, and maybe you <laughs> scare them into it a little bit, be like, this is what's going to happen. But, yeah, I don't know. It, if it comes down to it and they really are not going to comply and help and they kind of yeah. don't care anymore, maybe you do yeah. find somewhere where you can rehome the hamsters. Yeah, because if you're doing this all the time, it, I mean, it does a couple of things. First of all, it changes your life because you don't want to be taking care of hamsters. <laughs> Second of all, it does kind of set up that your kids think, oh, well, mom and dad, you know, I know if all else right. fails, mom and dad will be there to take care Mom's of the hamsters. Mom's a pushover. Yeah. Exactly. So, <laughs> right. Brand- and, he, and he, of course, is like, well, let's just, it's fine. They're young. Let's just take care of them. It's no. like, well, we're, it's not let. It's yeah, me. it's you. Yeah, it's is, you. He, is he doing any of it? You need no. to put all the hamster poop no. in his pillowcase and They're make him. hamsters now. Yeah, yeah. You need to do something with the with the old cage droppings or something. Or plot twist. Yeah. All of a sudden, Brandy, you develop this bond with these hamsters. You grow no. to love them. Then, people and then don't they're your bonds babies. with hamsters. They're hamsters. <laughs> all right, I had hamsters. I didn't have a bond with them. So, Brandy, we'll have some other parents weigh in. Have you had that pet moment? Where you say, take care of the pet, you end up taking care of it. How does that all work out? You can text us, 68719. Let's help Brandy out. We'll get to some answers. All right, Brandy? Great. Thank you so much. This is Fix My Life with Joey and Lauren in the morning. It's Joey and Lauren. It's Fix My Life. And Brandy just called us. Uh, so they've got pet hamsters. She got pet hamsters for her two kids. One of those things that every parent says, all right, you guys got to take care of the pet. If you stop taking care of the pet, we're going to get rid of the pet, right? It's going to somebody else's well, family. Well, and her kids were begging for hamsters yeah. forever. And so finally she gave in. She says, only under the condition that you are feeding the hamsters. You are cleaning the cage. You are making sure it has water and doing all the things. And wouldn't you know, after several months, the excitement's worn off. And they're not really taking care of them. But mom is. So what do you do? Because I understand the side of the parent where you say, I, I've got to hold up my end of the bargain. But also... That's a very awkward situation. Okay, we got to get rid of the pets because the kids won't take care of it. I think anybody that has owned pets that has been a parent has been there where you're the one in the mm-hmm. backyard picking up the poop. A lot of times, too, the parents, they become attached to the animals, and so they love them, too. And it's one of those deals where they first were bitter and, oh, fine, we'll get it for the kids. Like hamsters then, are harder to attach they to. Are. <laughs> I had a, I had an evil hamster growing up as a kid. I can't even remember its name. It was Smokey, I think it was. And one hamster died because it was in the plastic hamster wheel and fell down the stairs. That is a true story. We were all watching. It was a Sunday night. We were watching America's Funniest Home Videos, and we had the hamster in the little plastic, uh, you know, ball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It could move around the living room and everything, and then we're sitting there. I'm sorry. That's so bad. (laughs) Hold on. I know. We're sitting in the living room. We just hear... Boom, 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 boom. Oh, rest and, in peace, Smokey. That makes no, no, me no. so sad. I can't remember what the other... It, that was the red-headed one, and that one we liked. Smokey was mean, <laughs> and it is a true story. So you wish Smokey was in yeah. the ball. And my dad took us out to Big Meadow Road and did drop off Smokey <gasps> and let it go what? into the woods. We had to, yes. You we know had, the hamster probably got is, eaten up that day. Uh, probably. That's there was, horrible. There was Take it to the pet store or a f- I am from a who- town of 800 people. There's not a pet store. We don't have one of those. Okay? That reminds me of, uh, I had a, a bunny rabbit when I was growing up. And this bunny rabbit, kind of the same situation that Brandy's going through. My mom was like, only if you can take yeah. care of it. And so I had a bunny rabbit named Chester. He was the love of my life. And I kind of did the same thing. Got a little lazy. 
But my mom didn't even have a talk with me about it. She didn't even like do the whole fake. We're going to give it away if you don't hurry, you know, step up. I came home from school and my bunny rabbit was gone. My mom gave Dang. him away while you're at school, at school too. No goodbye. No, no. See you later. No, have a good life. You were gone at school. You come home and the uh, the rabbit's gone. I'm still scored. Well. It was very sad. I miss Chester. Six eight seven one nine. Let's read some texts. Um, this one says, "Don't do it. Just deal with it." Uh, this text says, "When you get a pet, everyone has to be ready to take care of it. Don't just put it on the kids." No, I, I, I actually get that though. Like. It becomes a family pet. I know okay. as a parent, you want it to be just the kids, but, you know. Uh, this text says, Joey's idea is great with the scare tactic. We once had a bunny, took it to the woods, did the whole thing where we pretended we were going to give it away. Kids started crying, changed it forever. <laughs> Make your kids cry yeah. and it'll work. Hold the rabbit outside of <laughs> them. I'm dropping it right now. No, that's terrible. Oh, my gosh. Uh, 68719, this text says, this happened with a dog. We just had a frank conversation. And when the kids realized we were serious, that's when things changed. Yep. Yep. And maybe it's something like, hey, you know, this pet is going to go live with grandma and grandpa if you don't take care of it. Or something to where you kind of put it in perspective. Uh, a lot of texts, too, are bringing up the ages of her kids. I don't think she said her the ages but she did say they were young. Yeah. So sometimes it's a little harder and you need a, li- a little bit more patience if they're too young sure. to really fully understand the fullness of the responsibility. Sometimes a hamster is actually more work than like a dog, right? I mean, a dog, you're picking up poop in the backyard, but that's about it. And, you know, taking it on walks and then food. And- but like hamsters, you got to clean out cages. You ever cleaned out a hamster cage? It's disgusting. Well, no, I never cleaned out my bunny cage. And that's, why- that's why my mom got rid of Chester. Like Chester's gone. Now, I really, I mean, I really hope she didn't just like open the no, door. No, no, no. Okay. She, she gave Jester away to another family. <laughs> While you're at school. That is so <laughs> messed know. up. Your mornings start here. This is Joey and Lauren on demand. Mornings with Joey and Lauren. I am getting a lot of hate on the text line saying that I've been doing laundry wrong my entire life. When I wash my socks, I literally just take them off my feet. However, they end up off my feet. I just throw them in the laundry now everyone's giving their insight to how you wash socks. Apparently, inside out is the way to go. Well, people people are saying that you can do that. You can take your socks right off and toss them in the wash. There's yeah. no problem with that. If you take them off and they are open and floppy. And I, that is a direct quote from open this text. Open and floppy. This text says, wash them open and floppy in a <sighs> mesh bag. They're recommending a mesh bag oh, because gosh. then your washer doesn't eat the socks. Well, it's pretty smart. I will say, I lose socks all the time where I'm like, I don't know where it went. And it does feel like the washing machine just ate it somehow. This one says, Joey, just open the socks when you take them off. They'll clean and they will dry better. If you wash your socks inside out, though, doesn't that defeat the purpose of getting the outside clean? Because now the outside's the inside. But Who, then the- Who's saying inside out? Nobody has said inside out. I didn't say inside out. I thought out. you said inside out. Maybe, no, I said open. Just like when you take them off and they're out. open and flat. <laughs> I've been wearing socks know. my whole life, and I've never had an issue with smelly socks. Do so. we need to get your mom on the line? Because maybe oh, your mom's no. my one mom, who taught you this. My mom has all sorts of laundry rules that are, like, way over the top. Joey's mom uses a half of a dryer sheet. She is the yep. ultimate conserver. Like, she makes sure nothing is wasted. And it's great. Like, really, it's a very frugal thing. But with dryer sheets, because they go so quickly to save money... She takes one sheet, cuts it in half, and just yep. uses a half. I remember when we first got married, and I did laundry, and you put on a whole sheet. I said, no, you just need to do half a sheet. Um, Sometimes I put two sheets. <laughs> wow. Two full sheets. Big uh, also, spender. your mom 
reuses Ziploc bags. She'll rinse them yep. out and reuse them. Uh, also, it's like the Tide Pod cases now. They used to just say one Tide Pod for load. Now, have you seen it? It's like uh, one Tide Pod for three shirts, but really you should use seven. And I'm mm-hmm. like, you're just trying to get my money. That's what it is. I struggle with that. I always do two, but it does say you can do three for a really large load. But you're right. I feel like, are you really? Like, is it really yeah. not going to get clean? I mean, I didn't do anything to no. make my clothes that dirty. It is one of those things where you're like, I know what you're doing. You're just trying to make me use all the Tide Pods. This text says, I've had the same issues with my husband. He bunches up his socks and I've asked him to flatten out and he doesn't. So I just wash them like that. And then if they stay dirty, well, that's on him. <laughs> if they stay dirty, they stay dirty. That's all I am. I mean, the the effort it takes to take each individual sock, because I'm wearing two pair a day and I do laundry probably once every two weeks. So that's... Yep. Let me guess. That's is my math right in that, and that is twenty eight individual socks per laundry load. I'm not flattening out twenty eight socks. How hard is it when you take off a sock before you toss it in the hamper? It's just flat. Because I get home from a long day of sitting and talking, right? I'm just, I mean, a lot of labor goes into this. You poor and man. I just, I just need to take them off and throw them. I don't know anybody that takes off their socks and doesn't I, just throw them. I think we all need to witness your routine because I think you're making this harder than it needs to be. Probably. Just take off your socks. This one says, Lauren is completely right. If you don't unroll your socks, they won't get washed thoroughly. The laundry soap will not make it through several layers of sock to get to the inside part of the ball. Very wow. true. Wow. See, this is all the science that I definitely missed when I started doing laundry. I'm trying to get to as many texts as I can, but as I'm scrolling, I really don't see anyone that says you're doing it the right way. <laughs> nobody. Nobody is going to admit that, oh, yeah, just do it that way. It's fine. It Full all works out in the apart, end. Uh, open and floppy. <laughs> Who knew that floppy was such a term in the laundry world? Y'all are using floppy like it's a word you use every day. I can't remember the last time I said floppy. We're using it hard today. Yeah. No. Uh, if you had the over on floppy references at three and a half, you can cash in your betting ticket <laughs> because you won today. Joey and Lauren. Time for what do we learn today as we wrap up the show. Say goodbye. I learned a lot of people have a lot of opinions on how to watch socks. And from now on, I'll try it out this week. Next time, next load of laundry I do, I will try out flapping out my flopping, whatever you call it. <laughs> Opening your Opening sock. and making them Just flat normal. and floppy, according to what everyone has said. And I'll I, wash I will them like say, that. someone is in your camp. Uh, we did get another text that says, Lauren, who has time to unroll every sock? I'm not OCD enough for that. Yeah. How about this? Do you know anybody that actually looks at the clothes label? And if it says, like, cold water only, you only do cold water and Tumble air dry, dry all that stuff? Mm-hmm. I mean, every T-shirt you own has, like, seven different instructions for how to wash and dry it. Ain't nobody got time for that. No way. This text says it's not even an opinion. It is a fact. I've taken out rolled up socks from my husband and they are straight up crusty right out of the wash because he doesn't open them up. Crusty socks, man. I'm telling you. Disgusting. You know, we also talked about sleeping for NASA. This is a thing that you can apparently do in the name of science. I think, Joey, you'd be a good candidate because you're lazy. You like to watch TV. Yeah, if I can watch TV. You like to lay in bed. And maybe if I have one of those adjustable base beds, like the bed in our bedroom, that's a game changer because all of a sudden your bed can turn into a recliner. You do have to lay in a specific way, though, for this to work. So for 90 days, NASA's looking to pay someone, what was it? Five grand. $5,000? And you have to have your legs elevated. It's supposed to mimic the feeling in space or something for astronauts. 
Anyway, I think Joey would be a good candidate. It's to a big do that. flex, though, because if you did that, then basically you're an astronaut. And so that's what I would start telling people be like, ah, oh, you know, I did my thing with NASA for a while. <laughs> did that. People think you're like this big, like, yeah. rocket ship engineer. Yeah, oh, like, you know, I had a little stint with NASA back in the day. Yeah. Only got paid $5,000 to like, work for NASA. Like, what did you do for NASA? You know, are astronauts <laughs> super rich? I feel like uh, I don't they know. They should be. They should be, but I don't feel like that's a celebrity status. Like, I don't know if you would go to the Oscars and uh, Neil Armstrong's walking down the red carpet. I hate these stupid Google searches where you Google, like, how much does, uh, like, a certain profession make? Because yeah. the, the range is so huge. Yeah, it's like 8 million to 12,000. Yeah, this says anywhere from 64,000 a year to 142,000 a year. Even the high mark. Think of going to space and you're only getting $142,000 a year. And you're like a super genius. I feel like you should get paid more, personally. That and hello, you're going to space. Yeah. Like you're literally putting your life on the line. I mean, there are a lot of jobs where people put their life on the line and they are very underpaid. For sure. Right? You've got your first responders, but then all of a sudden you have NFL players that are making millions yeah. and millions. It doesn't make any sense. I don't know. I feel like we've got a handful of astronauts that go to space. We can figure out a way to pay them more than 60000 a year. Man, Jeff I mean? Bezos took his little rocket for fun. That was like $8 billion just to go up to the little peak of the atmosphere and came back down. What's my your gosh. work day like? Oh, I went to Mars, but my paycheck's coming in. 2500 bucks. Really excited for it. <laughs> Maybe they feel like you get paid in cool experiences like going to space. Maybe. Let's or maybe it's the clout. Yeah, You're an I, astronaut, okay? Yeah. That's a flex. That's worth at least ten grand a year, for sure. <laughs> that does it for us. If you missed the show, you can listen to the Joey and Lauren On Demand podcast anywhere you find your podcast. All right, we'll talk to you tomorrow. Be good. Have fun. See you tomorrow. On the air, on your phone, and even your smart speaker. You're listening to Joey and Lauren On Demand.